Godliness is godliness. Cleanliness is godliness. That is true. So is messiness too. Being messy is is a part of being godly. Nah, messy means to be lazy. To be lazy is like nah, bro. Dirty is to be lazy. Messy, it just means like a disorganization. You feel me? I mean, to be messy too is a sign of genius. They say a messy room is a sign of genius. You know what? One time I had a stepsister. I think we're still, you know, that's still my stepsister. (laughs) (laughs) And she literally had, like, when I first saw her room, it was the trashiest room in the entire fucking world. Like, the shit was, like, really, really bugged out. Mm -hmm. When I asked her, why is her room so messy? Right? This is what she said. She said, it's not messy. I know exactly where every single thing is. So it's like what we find messy, another people find completely organized. No, nah, they just have a method to their madness. That's exactly. I do agree with that. Definitely a method to the madness. I used to have a messy room myself growing up, but now I'm more for like, I fix my bed every day. Like I make sure everything's organized and put to the side. And even if it is messy, it's like in, a, in an area that nah. I know I can handle some like you know what I dirty do? clothes. I fucking, uh, are you done? Yeah. Right. I just want to make sure. You know what I do? I literally would clean in the beginning of the week and then progressively throughout the week, it'll kind of get messier and messier. Except for like, what would not be messy? I tried to maintain the, the the kitchen, but the dishes is like they only get clean when I cook, and it's every other day. Or if I'm cleaning them, yeah, yeah I'll be on it. But yeah, I've been literally just. I've been on it though since the yeah. last conversation. Yeah, I should just never have a dish touch the sink. That's the best way to maintain dishes, honestly. So what do you do? Plastic? Nah, just clean your dish. It hits the sink. Make sure you're running water and cleaning it. Yeah, you should always oh, yeah, just nah. do. Like, as soon as you're cooking, you clean what's behind yeah, you. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Clean as I cook. That's the, you feel me? Cleaning as you cook is valid, but I'm saying, like, after you finish eat and you got to put the food away and those dishes that's after you eat and done cooked and washed everything you done washed, those stay in the sink. Nice. Nah, nah. What you do is you put the food away before you eat. And you put all of the dirty dishes in the sink. No, I'm yeah, I'm saying like, but my plate would be in there though. You feel me? And if the one that's that's supposed to be like, that's really rough, like you know, that's hard to scrub. The pot. Yeah, I'll let it soak, and it'll be that with my plate type shit. You feel me? Like that I just ate because like I'll do all that shit, but I'll leave like my plate and that hard ass pot that needs to wait for the next day. No, that's bad for business. Yeah, look, yeah, I kind of just knock out that hard pot if I can. You lying, yeah. bro. Don't cap on I'll me. Leave shit. Yeah, You're I'll leave shit. You're capping on me, too. To I lived me. with both of you niggas, I'm okay? And I've been washing dishes crazy, bro. I lived with both I of you niggas. I mean, I the dishes with cheese and everything, and I still nah, scrub bro. it up. I'll, I'll leave it to soak. You'll leave that shit. I'll leave it to soak like an hour. Nah, nigga, you'll leave that. I mean, you would leave you know that. more personally with him, but... Huh? I, mean, I said, you would know more personally with him, because y'all you, look together. Yeah, you too. Not me. Nah. Yo, bro. I don't... That's my method now. If we didn't a have a dishwasher, same. if we didn't figure out, or if I didn't buy those dishwashing soaps to use that dishwasher, because nobody bought them shits. Listen. <laughs> 
Yo, I don't understand how the fuck we ain't have roaches, bro. What That's how mean? bad it was in the kitchen, bro. Because it was like 18, 19, 20. Nah, bro, I was like, this was exactly. the past. Don't worry. Nah, nah, old yeah. Oh, so, oh, you don't care. Yeah, hold it for you, bro. I, I'm not jacking that. Niggas was responsible. Old you heard him. He said he washed dishes immediately. As soon as it touched the sink. I'm not heard jacking that. that. You heard that. I heard Water it. Water is turning right on. Yo, I feel like literally driving to his crib right now to see. Well, that's it's a different story though. Let me see your room. Yeah, because yeah, I use my shit bro. every day. Like if I'm if I'm talking about like outside of work, how much hours I put in my own kitchen? It's like a calm at least ten to fifteen hours, and that shit add up after you're doing another 10 to 15 hours or like 40 plus hours like a, a week of work plus another 10 so that's an extra 50 hours of work that you're actually technically doing to like kind of like cater to yourself and it's just me if it was two people it would be lit because i was just about to say that i'll cook feed us both you clean or yeah. you cook, I'll clean. Like, but when you have to do all, like, bro, niggas gotta balance too much shit. So I have to prioritize exactly what the fuck is most important. And I'm telling you, dishes is at the way bottom, like way bottom. That's Especially if I can until you get fruit flies in this motherfucker. Nah, that's not why we got fruit flies. <laughs> I actually figured out why we got fruit flies. Yeah, what is the issue there? It's the fucking rags. Because they get soaked with water. Anything that's wet, they're attracted to water. So now they're not in the kitchen anymore. They're in our fucking bathroom with no window and a shitty ass air vent that's fucking keeping water like for a long time. So yeah, we gotta knock that shit down and clean it up. Yeah, off. we gotta clean that shit up. But yeah. Home improvement. Home improvement. Roommates, <laughs> wash your dishes. Yeah, here you yeah. have it. I, I don't do dishes. This is why I need a housewife. Were you that's one of those kids though that had a messy room growing up? My prop no. I my my room I'm never like a like a dirty ass nigga. Like nothing will ever be dirty. But I I'm a type of nigga like wherever I feel like my clothes feel uncomfortable, I'm taking that shit off. But like when it comes to like furniture, like dirt, like food, like everywhere, like nah, like I only eat in the kitchen. I never eat in like my room unless it's like a little snack or some shit and then I throw it out. The garbage is in my like room or here, like for food and shit is always thrown out like in the kitchen type shit, like shit like that. Like I don't ever keep food in my room, like nothing. So it's like but my clothes, that's a different story. Like I would you'll dead find a sock here, you'll dead like as soon as I get in my room, my clothes just like, literally I just drop it it's and it just like thank God for my sofa. Like nah, yeah. so, that's probably like, the messiest part about my room as well. Like, and I switch jackets, bro. Like oh like for some reason I feel like I gotta have a a, ja- a different jacket every day and I'm like, bro. So like my sofa by by Friday I already like have like four or five jackets and I'm like Grab a whole stack of hangers, come through, and then I gotta fucking hang up like five, six jackets. I ain't putting them in hampers. I just only wore them like once for like four hours. I'm proud of myself and my adulting years. I think I really come to like love my hamper. And like when I get dirty clothes, I'm in the hamper. Nah, but that's not those aren't dirty clothes. My dirty clothes go in the dirty clothes, but my jackets I'm not putting. Yeah, in no, jackets I have like my allotted area to put that as well too. Yeah. Or something. I think a little organization helps. In my opinion, like, it's just more or less now I'm more like, I have to just do Are that. Are you saying that I'm not organized, bro? No, you're definitely organized, but... Are you saying that I'm not clean, bro? Yeah, you're... you're Are you saying that I'm messy, bro? Getting... 
<laughs> I gotta ask that right question just to no. make sure. No, we're making no on all three questions. Just so you know, we're fine. Yeah, no like, one on because I I just felt some insinuations occurring. No, 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 no. I was just talking about my own personal growth and adulting and nigga, like, you're good. You're you're so fairly. I, saying, yeah, I try to be. You're pretty good. It's pretty good. Like as far as like you know. I don't want to, because he's here, I don't want to say it, not to sound fucked up, but when it comes to cleaning his room, roommate, this nigga, he's <laughs> like, I don't want to say it, but he's definitely been my, you know, uh, okay, killing the blame. And you know nah, what helped us, though, is that when we were roommates, we lived with, like, seven women. So if we didn't, if we weren't on our shit, they were literally cl- cl- like complain and like bitch about it, and and it's just like instead of just hearing their mouths, we would just get on top of it. So we just got into the habit of just like getting on top of shit just to make sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we lived with seven women. So. No. Seven. Seven women. First. Beautiful <laughs> women. Yeah. Um. Except. Uh, good times. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good times. Yeah, well, one of them wasn't really all that, and she's had a, a hard stench. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, after I definitely had one of those. You know after, what was stench? After they left, it was like there for like months. Like, you ever had an odor that just lasted? We're like, it's like, what the fuck is that smell? Yeah, we legit had a sauce. I just had a roommate once, and they were just. I don't know, but like her diet, maybe, maybe, but it was just whenever after she left, it was just you could just smell her, <laughs> like she was there. Like, was all like her furniture was gone, everything was gone. Room, mop, clean, like you could just smell her. That was seeped into the walls. Bro. Yo, bro, not even just the walls, bro. The floors, like the it like, terrible. it was really really bad. Like we would hot box and smoke weed. And we can still smell it. And when you get high, you know for sure that you don't smell shit. You feel me? So it was like really, really bad. I don't know what it was. She would take showers, come out smelling the exact same way. I don't know. Nigga said, did you rinse? Like, yeah, you know what rhymes with stench? French. <laughs> so now I'm curious. You feel me? Is it all of them? Because there's very few French people that I know. I don't think French people sting. So was she supposed to be a thing? She was French. Uh, Is that supposed to be a thing though? French people sting? Stench French? Stench and French? Just because it rhymed. French is with the stench. Benjamin French. I don't know French French the bench. Benjamin? What the fuck is a Benjamin, nigga? That's a bench in French. Those rhymes. Does it mean they invented the What's bench? A bench, nigga. Oh, bench, bench, bench. All right, I'm sorry. Bench. But yeah, nah. It's I remember yeah, that, um, actually, yeah. Cause they they gonna stop. Nah, let me stop. <laughs> Why am I bothering French right now? <laughs> <laughs> Good thing they only speak French. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, they gonna be like fucking eat Wilson. I can't even like violate French. They my language literally stems from them. So it's like, oops. You feel me? Our Haitian Creole is like broken down French. So shout out to y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> you feel me? But. That was like the weirdest introduction to a fucking podcast that we've had. Facts. Talking about being clean. Yeah, you you guys got it. It's the most hygienic entrance. <laughs> yeah, you guys definitely got it when it comes to the cleanness thing, and I appreciate it. I think I'm gonna take some notes. Wash before I send it. Just before I leave the kitchen, everything wash. Got yep. it. No love if you stink. No love if you stink. I don't stink. 
Nah, wasn't that the name of the pod? Yeah, his first mm-hmm. ever, his first pod That's episode fun. ever. Just no love if you stink. No love <laughs> Episode 28. Go watch that. It's out. Um, Episode 28. Go watch that. It's out. You feel me? It's an echo in the room. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fucking Jungle Squad cast. All right? We are here. Guess who's back? Mr. Fucking Rad. Yo, Welcome back, that? Mr. Rad. And guess who's been consistently here for overall seven weeks in a row and who's going to be okay. reaching top ten to make sure he's an official host who would get tags and promotions and be on the wallpaper <laughs> and not be on the feature anymore. Mr. Rob Banks himself. I don't wanna I don't wanna dilute. Mr. Rad's introduction, so I'm gonna run his back a little bit, because Mr. Fucking Rad, all right. Mr. Fucking Rad. First of all, this is episode forty-five, six, forty-six, episode forty-six. All right. Mr. Rad started the Jungle Squad cast on episode one. Uh Okay. 0.0 0.0 actually because we had a fucked up episode I think we, yeah no <laughs> episode 1 7.5 yeah we started at negative 1 actually because that happened twice <laughs> alright that's pretty cool yeah so <clears throat> not only that ladies and gentlemen he helps with the reels he helps with promotion marketing editing videography the posting the scheduling so he's been here together. every single week Every single week since February, that's when we started the pod, right? I'm still going to go. I'm still, this, there's more gems coming, all right? There is more gems coming. He works a full-time job, ladies and gentlemen, over 47 hours a week, all right? He is on a mission while taking care of children to have his own platform with his boy, me. Hey, blows up. It's not a word. On top of that, that's just his day job. Then he stays overnight and works on the Jungle Squad cast. And he's been doing this week by week since episode one. And as I previously stated, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 46. So, to move forward, Mr. Rad here finally decided... To approach Ape Loso, me. <laughs> me. And he said, hey, bro, um, just to let you know, I can't be here for the pod coming up. And I said, <sighs> taking him back. I literally said, gas <laughs> 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 was crazy. What happened? Why? What was wrong, bro? Um, he said, <laughs> you know, I'm traveling out of state, you know. I just need a couple days. Um, I can't just stay for the weekend. And if I'm going to go out of state, it has to be for a prolonged period. I know we shoot on Mondays. So either push it back or I said, we can't push it back. Yeah, we an interview. <laughs> he said, yeah, we have an interview. He was scheduled, confirmed. Mr. Rad said, I'll try. I was like, nah, man, you got this. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. This is more than deserves, man. Oh, yeah. So fucking nice. welcome back to the Jungle Squad cast. We're here. 
How was your fucking vacation, man? Yeah, it was good, bro. I actually got rest for like the first time. It was nice to like be taking a nap on a Monday. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> a nap on a Monday is crazy. <laughs> no, yeah, because like I've, I'll be working. So like it was nice to just have that time off. And got to enjoy what it. time was the nap? Bro, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. A four o'clock in the afternoon nap? <laughs> what time you woke up? Like six, six, seven, then there was dinner. That's not a nap. Holy shit, I don't gotta do shit. That's a hibernation. Now, three hours is a nap. Three hours is considered a nap. It's considered a power nap. I thought a power nap was like under under an hour. Mm -mm. I believe it's like 45 minutes, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm lying. Maybe a regular nap, though, is considered like a solid three hours. Like you can run off like of three hours of sleep for an entire day. Like, that actually recharges your batteries pretty well. Instead of, like, if you can't get a full eight, you have to at least fall asleep for three. That I agree. If I haven't fallen asleep, like, me, I just need a calm six hours of sleep. If I get six hours of sleep, I'm good. Not for a <laughs> nap, though. I'm just talking about, like, in a day. But if I don't get my six hours, I will take a nap, and it'll cover whatever I missed out of those six hours of sleep. Nigga said, if I only got four, I just need a two-hour nap. <laughs> that ass. I would really, like, do that. <clears throat> Guys, I have a, a confession. Talk to us. Like, when I'm editing or, like, like exporting the episodes and doing, like, whatever, I, I replay and hear a lot of how I talk. <clears throat> and as you guys spoke about doing dishes and increasing your level of maturity as adults... I'm going to develop a better vocabulary for the Jungle Squadcast while speaking on this platform. Instead of saying bitches, niggas, and shit, and all that consistently, I'm going to use it more constructively moving forward. So I'd like to propose something for maybe an episode or two, because it might... We might not be able to do it, honestly, especially if things get too hype. It, it, it might. What? A no cursing? A swear jar. A swear jar? A swear jar? Yeah. We can do that. Swear jars are valid. I mean, they make they make good, <laughs> good use for people who curse. Good thing I don't curse, though. Um, I can handle it. Your favorite thing is, and shit like that. You don't understand how many times I hear that in the pod, <laughs> and I'm like, damn. And mine is <clears throat> niggas and shit and bitch and shit. Like, fuck. Like, I'm always, no, nah, I don't drop. Like, that's my least favorite curse word. Fuck. Yeah, I really, I really say that. Like, he called me a motherfucker today. Bro, I definitely did it. You said MF. That's my fault, bro. My what? Fault? It was my fault. In the context I used it, but oh, no, it was it's funny. Funny. Was I supposed to know that? It was funny because I'm an old nigga. <laughs> and then it he was funny to be because a motherfucker, right? Motherfucker after. really worked in the sentence too, so that's how it was funny to me. Because I'm like, <laughs> I see why he took it like that. See, all the, the like, this was you just call me a motherfucker. Someone's like, no, I'm apologizing to you, please. <laughs> I'm like, bro, <laughs> what the fuck? Was like, that shit was crazy. He said, "Yo, come." <clears throat> he said, "Yo, confirm it for today." I said, yeah, bro, I'll be there tonight. MF. And then I followed up with a second <laughs> message. Feel me? So, yeah, bro, I'll be there tonight. My fault. My voice is a little cracked, but I should be straight. But if you read it as a motherfucker, it says, yeah, bro, I'll be there tonight, motherfucker. You feel me? So, it worked. <laughs> read the other one. Nigga, <laughs> what? The sentence after? 
My voice is a little cracked, but I should be straight. Motherfucker. <laughs> Stop asking me, nigga. <laughs> Damn, I got you, man. This nigga called me a motherfucking goddamn. <laughs> so what is this, texting? No. Nah, it was definitely my fault. I just learned some shit today. I swear to God, everything I didn't know MF meant my fault. I thought MF was motherfucker. I mean, that's, that's the first time I actually more you know. It's my fault. So you I thought, thought I was you just supposed new. to like I know you were new. improvised acronyms? Hell yeah. Over motherfucker though? I thought you would have you know what I mean? My fault. Da, 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 da. Bro. Cause I ain't get back to you and then you, you text me and the now day off rip, I'm thinking he calling me a motherfucker. <laughs> I ain't trying to like leave you on scene. I didn't confirm the previous day, so know what I mean? I said my fault. Yeah, bro. I don't know, man. You like that? I think I'm just ugly. Right. I just come to the conclusion that you guys think I'm ugly, not in the face, but in the inside. Like I said, I'm so ugly you gotta proud. keep me at a at a constructive distance, and I get it. <clears throat> nah, bro. I we, love you guys. We fuck with you, bro. Yeah, you my boy. You sure? The long way, yeah, bro. Pause. Pause. Yeah. What? We fuck with you, yeah, long way, bro. Pause. <laughs> All right. Um. Send my heart. I love you, my heart. <laughs> I love my heart. I mean, yeah. I feel loved. You know, how you feel about your boys calling you my heart? My heart? Yeah, it's better than motherfucker. That's for sure. <laughs> if you put MH, I would have been like, all right, Manhattan. Like, damn, nigga, I'm from the Bronx. Now you trying to say I'm not from the same borough as him now? I just came up with conclusions at that point. <laughs> niggas really do that. Like, I feel like not only niggas do that, that <sighs> would have been like, Three dollars right there. Hell yeah. Niggas really do that. People really do that. And they act a certain way. Okay? Very provocatively. And I just lost the context of the conversation we were talking about trying to speak. Well, now still mature. Well, now you're back on the topic of not swearing. So that's very nice. Thank you, sir. I think we can do it. I mean, there's a lot of content creators out there who's <clears throat> not to curse. I mean, even Will, Will Smith did it without with his music, which is really nice. I know Nick30 that streams. He he loves not to curse as well. He'll like literally leave a child <laughs> cursing. It's not that I don't want to curse. I just know that I don't want to curse as much when I'm trying to get points or like when there's reels that I know can probably go far if I just would have said it a little bit better. Like literally I'm starting to read what the comments and suggestions are and they're just like literally saying, this is good. This is great. It's appealing, but it could have been structured a little bit differently and said a different way in order to act and how to have a better closing and, and so forth or, yeah. and that nature. You have to. You <laughs> got to that? Care. Nature. You have to care and not curse, Bro, so that people can. That was some real Zoro Luffy shit just now. Nah, let's do that though. You feel me? Let's get a swear jaw going. If any of us get out of context, and only twenties, only twenties is crazy. Also, I want to introduce. <laughs> I'm bringing my white voice out. Nah, absolutely. <laughs> only Hi, how are you? <laughs> I wanted oh. to introduce a new segment to the um, Jungle Squadcast. <clears throat> For us, and it's called intervention. Intervention. Yeah. We're having an intervention for it. for each of us. So have have if problems. you have some shit going on, if you have some shit going on, if I have some shit going on, or if I'm if we doing too much, 
We just got to get on each other's ass for a calm two minutes. We each get a platform, t- 30 seconds, a minute each to tell niggas how you feel. And then we just said, I hear you. I respect you. I hear and I'll focus. I respect your opinion. I think that would be I dope. I don't know. I mean, I guess we would all, like I said, have to have problems. Let Rod go first. Rod, your drug addiction is getting... Let him get his shit off about us first. Yeah. But like Rad said, niggas, wait, we doing? We yeah. started a segment? Oh. You can't just start an intervention, bro. You just... All right. Like Rad said, we would have to have problems. It yeah. sounds like uh, you the one, you came up with the idea. So it yeah, sounds like... It it's not like a... No, like, I don't want you guys to think like it's like you have to direct... Like it's more like a therapy. Maybe I shouldn't say intervention. Like a therapy session? Yeah, like... I don't know why I got to bring this guy up again. Therapy Yeah, like when... um, I don't know why I like bringing this guy up, but his name is Ted Lasso. So, like, in the Ted Lasso show, it was, like, a group of men that they came together, the wolf pack, and they were howling and everything come together and talk about shit in their lives. That's, like, you feel me, a platform that they haven't been able to, like, talk to about with anybody else type type of thing. And they kind of got together to either be heard or get some advice from each other and stuff like that. I got to stop saying stuff like that. I can't be... My substitute. Does <laughs> <laughs> you go to type shit? Yeah, that's my substitute. Type stuff. <laughs> type shit. Type stuff. And type of things and that nature. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be my nature. Nature is going to be one of his highlight words. Yeah. Things of that nature. I don't know. I feel like for men, it's easier to talk about your feelings when you don't bring it up, if that makes sense. But that's the thing. Let's make it a, a segment where we do. So, like, now, uh, when throughout the week, you're going through something, you kind of feel like, Oh, this is something I want to talk to the guys about. It's something that has been tugging on me. Like Heavy you're right, weight. the wrong word was intervention. The wrong word wasn't intervention. It was not. I don't even want to call it therapy. I like therapy session though. It really is like a therapy session. Cause like therapy gives that vibe where like I'm go- we're gonna advise each other on what to do. You're looking to fix. Me. Yeah, we're, which we're not. Nah, but sometimes hear each other out, take the thing. Hearing just hearing you out. You know what I mean? You guys don't have to, you could curse. Y'all don't gotta join this this hard. Uh, I'm just trying to you go on the this whole is a personal journey. That's <laughs> how we always talking. We're finally noticing it. I'm right. hijacking that, buddy. Potty mouth. You know, I, <laughs> I can still talk cool, but I just can't talk like like with the and still with the slang. I just can't drop the curse words. All right. You sound educated and on ticket, but you don't got it. I can still, yeah, but it can still sound cool, though, right? For yeah, sure, you can bro. definitely sound cool without using curse words, bro. Yeah, of course. Gotten through this. I mean, that's the part. My white voice is amazing. Like, I can, yeah, yeah, I can go crazy with my white voice out here. That's your fact. You feel me? Go ahead, try. Is it for me? You can't just break it out for everybody. All right, guys, yeah. come on. We got to do that's the therapy session or the white voice. You heard that's a, that's a, Let's do the therapy session, the white voice. Yeah, but that's a secret weapon you use. We can't just break that out right now. Like, it's YT voice. Yeah, like that's when I'm looking for a job or like I'm trying to, you know, get a client at work or I can't just give the, the internet the juice right there. Is it okay for us to have white face? White face, like put a face, like put white powder on her face. Yeah, like no, you see how white people crazy. have black face. You think black people could have white face? I mean, that's crazy. I think that's yeah. That's old. OD. We ain't no better than them. <laughs> you think, think that's disrespectful? I think Absolutely. it's equally as disrespectful as black face. Really? Just white face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why? So in general, make fun of another culture is just yeah, it's insensitive. Why are we doing that? That's the point. I know. I so get like back in like Tropic Thunder. 
Huh? You didn't like Tropic Thunder? I love Tropic Thunder, but that was a different time. And yeah. the world can't take what Tropic Thunder has had then. Now. That's the problem. I don't know. I think they could. Because no. they literally put it on Netflix. I mean, yeah. Because and them got deals. The internet is way too sensitive. Like, people get canceled for anything. People just want a negative thing to talk about, honestly. If, Donna, if yeah. Robert Downey Jr. did Tropic Thunder after BLM, right after the BLM started and Iron Man and all that was the Tropic Thunder. I don't know. Really? Yeah, you think that was one of the like films that he had to make in order to get on? Nah, <laughs> not necessarily. That, that was a big one. That was like my first Robert Downey Jr. movie like that I've seen. Honestly, Word? yeah, oh, wasn't Iron? No, Iron Man, Iron Man was, was after that. Yeah, I forget what my. Fr- I think that was mine too as well. And then it was Sherlock Holmes, and then it was Iron Man. Robert Downey is a good about to make me look up his catalog. I know he go deep though. Yeah, there is other people though um, who are black who's um, played like the white face. Like you ever seen Martin? Yeah, like Martin Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. He, he he had like one of an episode when he played a white guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dave Chappelle's Dave done Chappelle, that as well. Yeah, like, yeah. A bunch of comedians have gone white face. It is a whole different era. So is it offensive? Yeah. I mean, nowadays or comedic, they're not gonna take it the same way. Like. I guess it's and down they to the were point. referring to who is as far as like the sensitive club or like the BLM or like who directing the day two. What you mean? I mean, then like I said, like who's gonna be offended? Like if if it happens today, it depends on who's going against who. Like, exactly. Like, like if a black person is doing a white face, you know what I mean? It looks us black people look bad, and then vice versa. So what if Kevin Hart like just pulled up in his next comedy special? Um, Kevin Hart's done white, what a white face. face. Kevin Hart's done white face before. He'll have to come out and publicly apologize eventually for the whole stand up. <laughs> nah, after the fact, because he's gonna get so much backlash. He like, I never meant to offend. Yeah, so it's like, but he's done white face before, and I forget the movie. I think it was Date Night or Epic Movie, and he played a. He played one of the guys that was in a, from the Twilight movies when they were imitating it for the comedy. Like, I remember when they used to make mad old, like, movies where they'd mash up everything together and make some hilarious shit, like Scary Movie, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what Epic Movie was. Parody, yeah, that's the yeah. word. Yeah, he would. He was in there. He did Whiteface. Oh. Throwback. So, if we all came in here and have a Whiteface podcast, I wouldn't. So, would that be something that we would be canceled for? Yes. Yeah. All right. That's offensive. That's <laughs> like coming in here with Ku Klux Klan. All nah, that's why. All it's a skit. What's <laughs> the difference? Huh? What's the difference? So You're still putting on a costume in a way. If I put a white face on, right, it's bad. But if I add a red nose and red lipstick <laughs> and change my hair to green, I'm a clown. That's, that's not a whole different message. That's yourself. entertainment. But I'm still black with white face. But that's yeah, but now you label yourself. Like, I'm a clown. I'm not a white person. I'm not being a white person. I'm being a clown. All clowns are white, though. No, they're not. They're black clowns. Out there. What? With black faces? No, I'm saying like when a black or white person, when you're a clown, the color is white. 
Yeah. So but how can it, it be offensive? your purpose. They're doing it for entertainment purposes. Like they're pulling up to parties. They're doing it for the circus. They're like, not doing it for a racial. I'm doing, doing it for entertainment for... right now. I want to do it for the cast. You're doing so it for racial debate. Yeah, exactly. Just entertainment as in I do this because this is the my clown did it for me. entertainment, not for a message. He's not doing it to say, hey, I'm a white guy. I'm a comedian. What is your sole purpose in doing it? So you guys want me to have a purpose to have white face? I can't just be like. And you're making a skit? With and you needed to do white face, yes, do it. But if you're just approaching it to make fun of a, a race, then no, why? Yeah, it? I would never make fun of a race because even when Dave Chappelle and them were doing white face, he'd be doing it with them like as like the news reporter, like you know, like, yeah, like I was play a character. character, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's fine, acting is fine, but making it that's entertainment into a cast, like you feel me? I'm sitting here, it's not like I'm gonna sit here with a white face and start being like. Niggers, you feel me? Like, <laughs> oh my god, niggers, <laughs> niggers, that'd be crazy. Hard on the ER. Damn, I just said shit twice in the hard R. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not a curse word. That's totally offensive. It, yeah, yeah, totally I was even offensive. Damn. Yeah, but how long ago did that happen? I don't even want to talk about it. Who <laughs> told you? It was bound to happen. But he, he nah, that's the that. fastest it ever happened. Last week, it, it lasted the whole... That's why Raj is a technician, bro, because he understands these things. And we need a technician. He's the one who pressed record and no, stopped. No, need a real technician. Yeah, we need some real niggas now. Tech support, tech support. <laughs> production. Yeah. Call overseas. Tap production would be lit. Just people in the background doing mad shit. Yeah, because I want the cutscenes, like, when we're talking to, like, because I'm not going to sit there for hours and hours cutting scenes. and. That's what I'm saying. Even, like, for for people who are streaming, like, I... That, like a couple months ago when Kai did the uh, he did the seven day prison stream like just thinking like about the massive amount of work it took behind the scenes of getting all those cameras set up in different cells and put in and, choreo- and choreographed to like actually show the entire process is really fucking dope yeah, yeah. and I curse I apologize it's okay <laughs> you you guys are not on the trial for cursing just... we'll start that game another time are we also <laughs> gonna skip that other game that they were that they were cast yeah we'll save it for another one Glazer Oh man, because I wanted to get some stuff off. Yeah, get some steam off, man. man. <laughs> what you got? Platform is yours, my brother. But if I go, will we all go? <clears throat> I don't have anything to confess. I just don't want to make it about me. Uh, I mean, I really. Th- there's got to be some things in <laughs> life no that trauma. you guys think about. Because if I look at your post, we all depressed. I've been in Miami, man. Fresh, I've been trying to get to the bag, bro. We're actually really happy lately. I went to an amazing bro. concert last weekend. I mean, not last, uh, yeah, last week. That shit was amazing, bro. It was breathtaking. So he's fresh off vacation, had a Monday off. He got a nap in on a Monday, bro. Life's been good for Red, bro. Life's been great. It's crazy because life is. That could be a therapy <clears throat> session. It doesn't have to be bad. It could be stuff that's good. Yeah. So, like, I, I guess I'll start <laughs> with. I yeah. mean, how can. I mean. That just comes to me asking at the beginning of the day. How's your day? Like bro? when in the Ted Lasso thing, when they ask for advice, it's not something like some drama stuff. It's like sometimes it's like relationship advice. Sometimes it's like something new that's going on in their life. Like somebody got married or like somebody getting a new job. It's different, like stuff like that that I'm trying to like. So give us your example. All right. So lately, right. You guys have been a witness to me kind of like going back to school. 2023 has been like 
the most random thing ever. Cause when I, when New Year started for 2023, Rad can tell you guys, he caught me crying outside in the snow, <laughs> in tears. Uh, it, was snow? it was raining or snow. It was one of them. Nah, it, was it was cold. Just cold outside. It was cold. <laughs> yeah, it was just cold. global warming. There ain't no snow right now. <laughs> yeah, drunk out of my mind, just crying on New Year's. Like, damn. I won't tell you guys why. <laughs> we'll leave that one the vault. Yeah. Do you wanna check? Yeah. It's easier for you. I won't tell nobody why, and I'll take this pause to make sure he comes back. So. Well, he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> no, check the phone. <coughs> that was like the worst angle you could ever try. <laughs> Is Gucci? It's knocking everything. Just gonna see my back. Honestly, you could have just moved the camera because it's off and then just. Nah, yeah. So. I'll do it next time. Basically, yeah, 2023, crying. Had no idea what I. I was just low. 2022 fucking sucked. We talked about it. You know, the reels just dropped. Uh, my lowest lows, niggas got fired and broken up with the, in the same day, blah, blah, blah. I got fired three times in the year of 2022. I worked like four different jobs that year. Like it was, it was like very, very stressful just to get back on my feet. Had no idea what I wanted to do. So it was kind of tough to kind of like, I don't know, just go with the wind and not really have a, a plan or a sense of direction. So to fast forward a little bit, met a colleague of mine who went to college three, I think two years ago after I graduated with the degree, I told him, I was like, yo, can you um hook me up with your uh, a job at the school as a music teacher? And apparently there was a teacher there. And then three years later, he, he's like gone. They need a spot. I'm in there. So apparently I can be a teacher, but I, in order to get benefits, I got to become like certified. And if I don't become certified for a year, I'm actually going to get let go. So I have to go back to school, back to college that I haven't been to in three years, which I have been. They denied me the first time, right? After getting denied, I had to go to a university in order to actually, basically, I'm not a university, I had to go to a community college in order to get a GP, um, to increase my GPA and all that extra stuff to qualify to transfer back since my financial aid didn't work and my GPA was 0.11 off. So in order to get back into the certified program, I have to get, take five, three credit cl um, classes. I have to get straight A's in all classes, right? And then I have to make sure I transfer back into the university to get um, approved for financial aid. But I had to pay out of pocket for community college in order to even do what I'm doing, like, I guess now. So I'm like, all right, cool. I finally get to the point where I'm in here, I'm in school, and this is the first time that I'm back in school for three years. The first year that I've ever like been teaching like students and kids. The first year we actually fucking started the pod and 
I I have an after school program now that like I help run and and like teach kids there as well. So I have to make sure I get straight A's and do all this shit all like basically every day. I have to do everything every day in order to like and it's like I'm almost there to the to get to the next step. And for some reason, I just feel like a sense of anxiety type shit. Oops. Like, yeah. (laughs) So like, I just feel like. Like I'm right there. And a lot of the things that I like I I can reflect on in the past is that when I do have a plan and when I do realize things are going like on course, things tend to like I'm going to use this was the time when I have money to actually curse on purpose. Like I do tend to like fuck up like self-sabotage type of thing. So it's like I don't really want to <clears throat> do that now. Like I I have certain grades, you feel me, that are, they're there. Like, one A is out the way, four more to go. You feel me? Three of them are good. Two, one of them, I got to see what's going on because the grades haven't posted yet. That class started late, and it's ending late, so I have more time. But it's still in, in a good position, so I already have to do the reapplication with the university to transfer back over and stuff like that. And they're giving me a hard time because, like, today they're telling me, oh, you need the transcript by December 1st. And I'm like, but you guys told me that I can send an in-progress transcript in order to, like, you feel me, to show them that I'm in school in order to transfer for next semester. So, like, if I don't get in this program, right, if I don't get in this program for next spring semester, I'm going to lose everything that I worked for this year. Well, half of it, the teaching job, I, at least at the school, I can probably get another one somewhere else, but I really don't. They said by the spring, if I get into the program, which starts January 6th, I can fucking, oops, I can literally <laughs> get under contract in my job and finally have the career job where I can sustain myself. So it's like, I feel like at first the pressure, I was like, oh, I can do it. I can do it. It's no problem. But then, like, now it's, like, the fourth quarter, and I'm, like, it's literally the fourth quarter. It's November at the time that this is being recorded, and I'm sorry, Ash, I wasn't supposed to say that. And, like, yeah. literally dropping <laughs> <Robbing> the ball. <laughs> but literally, it's, like, I'm, like, right there. And I just feel, like, nervous. Like, dang. Like, literally, the lady talked to me today. She was, like, if... We um approve your application and after review and what like it's like nothing is like certain right now. I'm mm-hmm. just living in like I guess like if, if this was like a a fandle in a game and like I'm betting on a whole bunch of parlay shit to make sure that all this like I'm betting on everything that I do this year to pay off for basically the rest of my life like I'm, I'm trying to have a career being an adult and even if i do transfer in and get into that next program and i make sure you're on it again huh yeah, that's just a lot. not next even stage. it's just the next step it's like Ooh. it's actually the actual step i'm literally starting behind right now because i couldn't even get in the program because of my uh, my gpa being a dumbass in college not knowing what i wanted to do the first two years so I, even though i did good my last two years my gpa 
that it increased it increased to a B minus, and they needed to, and it was point eleven off, and they needed an actual B basically, a three point oh. God damn. Yeah, my shit, my thing was like a two. It was like a two, like six eight or six seven or something like that. So I was like, damn. It was it was tough, man. So um, I guess I'm feeling the pressure now. It's close. Yeah. The ending is almost is approaching the year, the semester. I like the relationships I build with the kids, like on in both jobs, and I just I want to build off of it versus like not like let it all go. Yeah, not even from because of I it was my choice, but More because like, I, yeah, I, I, I slipped through your fingers. Yeah, because I'm just it's not that I'm gonna stop or anything. It's just I'm gonna be put back a whole nother year, if like say if I don't get approved because of my GPA and I'll have to go like it's like I'll, I'll have to pay that out of pocket all over and it's like thousands of dollars. Like it was, it was a lot of help from like my family, a lot of support that that of that people invested in me that I kind of like. It's like, damn. I can't let them down. I can't let nobody down. Right. A lot pressure, of pressure. Definitely, uh, yeah. So that's, that's been me. And that's not even like all that stuff that I said. It's actually been the happiest part of my life. Like, it's even though it's pressure, it's like, at least it's pressure because it's not like I'm trying to like get out of like a super deep hole or anything like that it's because yeah. I'm just trying to like get to the next like chapter in my life and like get sustainable and like really just be a fucking man type shit yeah. <laughs> right now you're like Goku in the hyperbolic time chamber right before you fall so and you're just like just staying in saiyan form you're just trying to work hard. So when the just to get that comes, one Super Saiyan. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's like in a um, make you or break you type of situation right now. Like, no funny. I just got to focus, man. You got to, one, pray over it for sure. Mm-hmm. Two. Pray over it. Rock yeah, with the embrace. Nah, man. Nah, uh-huh. but two. Um, like, honestly, give it the best you can. As far as, like, if that comes down to, like, talking to teachers, if it comes down that close where... Seducing a grade, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. but give it the best you got. Talk to people. Talk to everybody that you can. And yeah. three, just understand that whatever is meant to be is going to happen, like, regardless. You feel me? So, yeah. But it's natural. You feel me? You got that pressure, anxiety. You wouldn't be human if you weren't feeling that type of anxiety and pressure right now. Right? Yeah, like yeah, last year's pressure was just, damn, <clears throat> I lost my job. My girl, I got to fix my regular day-to-day. This pressure is, I've officially moved on from every single fuck shit that happened last year. But now, I, everything that I built this year, I want to sustain it versus just like, oh, I did this one year and then... You feel me? And then now I gotta like prolong it or like whatever, like lose everything. So it's like, it sucks when I like, because like, I feel like I've always known what I want to do and what I wanted to be. And every single time I got the opportunity, either I fucked it up or someone else fucked it up for me. You feel me? And, or just some fucking life shit just happens that gets in the way. I just cursed a lot just now. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> that was, that was just the only way <laughs> yeah, that was the only way that I needed to like express I, yeah express that that was the only way to express that so I don't know I just want to make sure that 
Yeah, because that was everything. A lot of bad things happened this year, but the amount of good that happened is something that I want to focus on because I want to. I feel like that's what's gonna allow me to make it through the end. In a sense, yeah, yeah, stick to the positive. Don't look at the negative and don't look with gloom towards the future. Like, look forward to what's coming, no matter what it is, bro. Yeah. It's your life, and you're going to take hold of it regardless. You yeah. always know when to tee up. So it's, I'm tired of losing, man. It's just going to be tee up time whenever it's time. You feel me? Yeah, I'm dead ass tired of losing. <laughs> I don't know if ass is a curse word, but I, yeah, like, I, I'm, I've been taking L's for consecutive, like, years. And I'm tired, you know. Like I, I do have a lot of fight, but I don't know. After a while, it's like, the hell am I fighting for? <laughs> if it's not working, it's not working, you know. So, I mean, you're not meant to find everything like early in life. There's people who become actors in their late forties that blow up. There's people who invent something in their late fifties that blow up. You just like I said, you gotta be hopeful and hold steady with your dream, bro. Yeah, just make anything happen. The bond, time, and is everything. Yeah, at least I, I'm for sure, I can say that I'm doing my best because, like, it might not seem that I'm doing my best, like as far as like performance, because performance has to match with mentality, and sometimes you can do really, really good for the first three days, but and you have the physical ability to do it for the rest of the week, but mentally is where it's like really the challenge for me because dealing, you have to act a certain way with the children. You got to act a certain way with your coworkers. You got to act a certain way as a, as a student, like, and then you got to do that like throughout the, the entire like week for months straight in advance and then it doesn't stop after you clock out of work with the kids it doesn't stop after you get out of classroom at the school like so it's just like you gotta make time to be yourself yo for real and it's just like I literally had to call out and, and like everything just to like really just be like yo I need a little break I've been doing this for like three months straight and it's still like a whole month and a half left I'm like damn <laughs> I need a breath <laughs> Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That nap on a Monday felt pretty nice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One of the classes it ended seven weeks, and that was that that class was like the most stressful one. I'm glad I got I got through it with like the skin of my teeth, like that. Was, but it was actually one of my favorite classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually got me thinking. Like, if music doesn't work, like as a music teacher, I probably will get in that field. Like as a Plan C, like that's a is human resources. But um, yeah, that's enough on me. All right, somebody else go. Guy Robert's trust. Yeah. Or I'm happy you felt open enough to share that with us here. In this. <sighs> Thank yeah, you. Like I said, we're in the fourth quarter, man. Right there. The fourth quarter in the year, the fourth quarter <laughs> and everything. <laughs> uh, for me, I mean, life's been going pretty well. I can't complain. I think I've been doing my best, like I said, to be a better human as much as I can be and... I went to a concert for the first time in like over like five years, bro. And that was actually really an amazing experience. Got to see my favorite art, one of my favorite artists. Which my boy. Who's your favorite artist? Son, oh, what's your favorite artist? Uh, San Holo. San Holo? Yeah, he went on tour um, <coughs> like around October, November, and it was a really amazing tour, bro. It was, uh, he did great. I went to a show in New York. 
man he killed it he had him Drolo was there it was EDM stuff so it was you don't be on that shit but it, bro it was a vibe you think that's a play on Han Solo he, you would think right <laughs> it's not nah I don't believe so I mean I'd have to ask him <laughs> so you let me know Son Holo that's how dope though Son Holo yeah I showed you a couple of his songs it's yeah yeah you showed me the videos it, it, and the actual like show looked really fire the lighting was crazy it was like matching with the performance and everything it was dope yeah it was a good tour to be on but yeah. you know there's no way you went there by yourself did you do, were you just there by yourself <laughs> You just He's like, come on, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, no, bro. Like, I don't know. I, I heard going to the movies by yourself is weird, so I can only imagine the concert. Going to the movies is not weird if you go by yourself. I agree. I've never you done that. You know, yeah, that used to be my thing. Word? I worked yeah. at the movies, so yeah, I would enjoy. It. I went to a re- I went to a restaurant. Like this is recent too, like <laughs> the late twenties, maybe last year. For the first time, went to a restaurant by myself. Enjoyed the meal. It was that valid, was big right? for me. I was like, solo Damn, time. This, is, this is nice. <laughs> yeah, solo time is important, bro. You got to mm-hmm. get it in. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. What were you saying? But yeah, for me, I, I, I went to the concert with a friend, and it was really dope. They actually bought the tickets, Ooh. and I haven't, I haven't had someone buy me tickets to a concert in like forever. So I was like, wow, this is great. Okay. <laughs> this is really nice. I was really appreciative. I asked to go to a concert time. and have your friend buy you the ticket for the concert. That's a two for one. That is a two for one. That's dope. Bro, gotta get you some good friends. <laughs> That's my problem. Yeah, I seen right. friend right there. I seen this post the other day. You're right. I seen this post the other day, bro, and it was like, of <laughs> uh, some guy, he actually, all of his friends chipped in and they wrote him a note and they were like, hey, bro, like, we know you've been down. So, like, we wanted to, like, help you upgrade. And they all chipped in and bought him a PS5. PS5 yeah, I Bro. That. I oh, tagged yeah, my friends in there. I was like, look at y'all niggas. Oh, yeah, I got PS5s. I got PS4s. Everybody chips in $100 right now. So I know you don't me. <laughs> Respectfully, if I had it like that, yeah. <laughs> that's how I know you don't fuck with me. But if I, if I don't got it like that, I can't I can't give you no PS5. If you get the PS5, I can get you an accessory for the PS5. You feel me? <laughs> like, if, if the homies, like, we all, like, chimed in and was like, all right, bet, I'll get this. And y'all get everything up Like I'll do that Like Let me get this nigga Some VC $20 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Some V-Bucks Yeah I didn't even think About the VC There's though Some V-Bucks <laughs> Nah well, He got the A-Pack So if you want me Give him some skins <laughs> nah, for real. Yo, these video Fuck. games really be making money off skins and. Yeah, you do not want to get me an Apex pack. Packs be like one hundred and fifty dollars for a nice skin. Should oh yeah, see, I got these fucking free. Just give me the skins be. Bread, like, yeah. that's how you get your social media what the up. Fuck? But that's how they update the game. You know, you gotta get the money somehow so that they can update shit with new software and new yeah. tech and you new, try it you try it nah that, that's really the honest truth like they have to but that's why it? you make a free game and then you sell stuff in the game so you can make money to support the company who would have thought you know whoever came up with that idea I hope he's a Fortnite rich ass Wait, what came out first? Warzone or Fortnite? What's, did Call of Duty do in-store purchases first? Or wasn't it like you made... You mean Fortnite or Apex? No, Fortnite. Or Warzone. Call wasn't Warzone Call of Duty? That came out yeah. after. Because Apex came out way after. 
Nah. Apex came out after... Apex came out, like, 2019. Like, 2018, 2019. Then I think Warzone came out after. I don't know. Yeah, but Fortnite was there. Fortnite was in beta mode for years. Like, that's... that's I don't even know. I'm not even the type to, like, know about <laughs> games, like, at all. <laughs> so, like... My yeah, nah. I gave up on games, like, a long, in high school. A long, like, I was like, I, I understand. This is not my path. Like, when it comes to, like... Nice. Real serious gaming. I used to really like be on it, but like now it's a recreational thing when family want to play, my friends want to play. Like, all right, let's play together. I will get some more games like that Spider Man game. I haven't gotten it yet, but when I do get it, I'm gonna be like, oh, yeah, I heard I'm that on shit it. Far. That's gonna yeah. be game of the year. That game was amazing. I watched the gameplay for it. Yeah, yeah I still got to beat God of War, like the new one. Never beat Ragnarok. That's the new one? Yeah, that was the last one that came out. Yeah, that's the one I got. Yeah, I got it. I fuck with God of War. It was, it's, it's a really great game, but it wasn't as fun, like, after a while, because when I played it, I was playing it with him. We were going back, like, I feel like, for me, games are, is more fun when it's with other people. Like, competitive stuff. Not even, even if it's competitive or, like, <clears throat> like, we're playing against each other or we're trying yeah. to figure out how to get the past this mission. Yeah. I just like the, the being around people for yeah. video games. The thing is, nowadays, oh, yeah. I don't even feel like they make split-screen games anymore. No. Everything's an online service where yeah, I play yeah. with you, you play with me, we both have our own consoles. Yeah. yeah. We're not splitting anything. Yeah, to the point where you could play with other consoles. But that's really sad, though. I miss having, like, a split-game, yeah. like, feature. And, yeah. I mean, some fighting games do it, which is appreciated. But yeah. you don't get that good old classic feel that you get anymore. You gotta share the screen. Yo, bro, I'm so sorry, but we actually skipped you. Like, oh, the third session? Yeah, like, you you good? Nah, yeah. Life been, you feel me, flowing as it should. I've been maintaining, you <laughs> know what I mean? Trying to get a, get a solid job, get back on my feet. Oh, word? Yeah, but I'm considering taking my real estate classes. I've been trying to do it for the longest. Hop but, in that door, bro. You get it done. Yeah. Do it. Just uh, start. I just, I was debating whether to like do online or in class, and I think I'm definitely doing in class, so yeah. I'm lined up to do it in January. Yeah, they only do it twice a year, right? I believe so. Yeah. I think they do, like, they do about the seasons. Did you get it, like, the the ones where, I think it's, like, five fifty for the books and everything? Yeah, it's, like, five ninety nine on type shit for the whole bag or something. Yeah, I was going to try to do it, but I just can never raise the bread because every time I save money, I get a, a boot on my on my car out of nowhere for taxes. I heard that not so long ago. Somebody was like, "This is somebody that like lives a check the check lifestyle," and they like, you know, when I do get the time to like save a little bit of bread, I feel like that's when, damn, now I gotta pay for some new tires or like something yeah. drastic in life hits them where it's like that extra bread was put there for a reason. It wasn't even for me to stack up. Yeah, you gotta sell drugs. <laughs> like that's literally the only way key to saving money for culture people like us because like what how else we gonna make bread at a fast pace to live a luxury lifestyle at this age it's like what we're doing now is working to the point where we can live a, a little bit more luxury in the future. Yeah, there's a million different ways to make money now in this market like not as quick as selling drugs no on the internet bro there's people doing NPC NPC work on TikTok just doing dumb shit like that there's people constantly making reels and coming through there's people on YouTube with shorts and yes they do take time but that's ways to make money and our weed plug made way more bread 
than all of our NPC makers on TikTok right now today. But it's a risky, long run. You got to go in there with a plan, honestly. Our drug dealers make more money than everybody, our Twitch oh, niggas. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, they make thousands of dollars daily. Nah, but, like, honestly, that goes back into reinvestment. So, when you really think about a profit standpoint... You really made like the best way to break shit down actually. and get oh, the I most see what you profit mean. is by selling dimes. Yeah, like no real trap or plug is gonna sit there and sell ten at a time, ten, ten, ten. Like you way too hot if you're doing that. Yeah. And then, like I said, most of that's going back into investments. Like you feel me? Like basically getting more back. Exactly. Nah, I feel you. Shout out my people. But I don't know. <laughs> Shout out my people. <laughs> Shout out my people. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't mean them niggas be flashy with it, but. I don't know. Depending on how you do it, man. Maybe like the Coke instead of weed. They definitely make more money. Like I said, it's still a riskier game, though. Know, All right, so give me a job right now that makes just as much more money than a drug dealer. I mean. On a day, on a weekly basis. Sahas, yeah, because that's a drug dealer side hustle. Like, all right, um, so what you think of average, like, what would be considered a good opera home in, like, money wise for a drug dealer so we can compare it? Yeah, we, I'm gonna look it up. You said, how much does a drug dealer make a day? Basically, like, what sounds good? Depends to you? on the community, the flow of traffic, <laughs> right? Weekly. But if I'm like a commerce average. seller and I sell, like, a certain product and I make right. like $80 off each of those products, like, we doing straight, we doing good. Like, if I sell yeah. vacuums, we lit. If I sell a car, my commission that I just made is double that. Like exactly, you know? sell some property. T-Mobile employees the ending a month with the commission checks. Go hard. Be straight. They be there. But even down to shit like you could cook up a parlay, like you said, a couple bands in a day. That is a good one. Betting. Yeah, but that's like it's an illegal yeah, gambling. gambling. That's not. Gambling it's not illegal. Like being a drug dealer. Yeah, it's not illegal on gambling anymore, but. It's, that's definitely risky. Yeah, that's why I'll be cooking. Crackheads are guaranteed. Said, let's play dice. There's guaranteed crackheads every day. You don't ever. There's, For sure. There's not guaranteed that your team that you're betting on is going to win. But every single day, there's a guarantee going to be a crackhead. But you could do a, a 18 leg parlay for 250000 You straight for the rest of the year. But lose. Imagine how long it's going to take a drug dealer to make $250,000 profit. If they sell in coke, they, they, they lit. They if probably made that in a month. And then if, if you got that type of clientele, those type of addicts, is, those are the worst type of clients, honestly. The money is high, but them niggas is constantly coming back, all right? I'm not speaking from experience. I'm just speaking of <laughs> watching shows and, yeah. you know what I mean? But if it's Franklin, he's going to make that money in a day is all I'm saying. Like. Right, but you see Franklin, what happened to Franklin? He it's a crazy. risky game. Yeah. What happened to him at the end? He's free. Yeah, he he did get free. I mean, he got that's a once-in-a-lifetime like, type of situation. Niggas don't really be getting off like that. Yeah, he usually he usually dead or in jail. Like, he really did get a once-in-a-lifetime ending for real. To just end right. off as the yeah. old drunk, chilling. Yeah, that was sad. That was actually one of my favorite things of 2023. That that season was OD crazy. Yeah. Uh, this is the only thing I can find. Um, It says the average respondent reported a net income of $700 per month from drug sales with a range of $25 for the small earner to $2,500 for the typical large earner, 6 for the people who sold daily, a fraction of the sample earnings and median net earnings were about $2,000 a month. But this is 
I don't know. That's some generic ass yeah. drug dealer because yeah, yeah, yeah. this, this drug dealer had been racking a week. Yeah. I would say niggas is probably making at least ten thousand, right? A week. Let's say it's ten thousand. You're not profiting within a day. That, within a day, at least like a rack. So like, yeah, by the end of the week. Even depend more on what you're selling, though. Like, yeah, because yeah, you're selling weed. It depends on your status, yeah. Yeah, because weed is definitely... Your, I don't think you can make 10 stacks unless you really got some shit going. But what do we know about this, right? I, I, mean, <laughs> I have no idea. These are just hypotheticals. This is why we're questioning it. Yeah. Clearly, we really? have no experience. Yeah, no. Nah. We're here to push the envelope. <laughs> That's nah. a good question, though. Like, I can understand why people would sell drugs. It's great money. Yeah, yeah. Even though I don't condone it, I definitely yeah, I don't condone it. I would never do it myself. I don't have the balls to, the heart to, because I prefer the nine to five with the guaranteed benefits. Dental. At least it's guaranteed. You guys can't guarantee me money or my life. Yeah. So it is a big risk, but it comes with a big reward. And I just have medium risk with a medium reward. And now it's our job to turn that medium reward into a bigger reward. But how do we do that now and not when we old and we can't fuck, like appreciate you life. know grabbing life yeah our our reward like our harder like I don't want to be that guy in our forties finally enjoy my life you know mm. and then only got like 20, 20, 25 years left to like live twenty five years need to invest in more assets I spent forty years busting my chops <laughs> busting my chops. <laughs> Nah, that's why you need to invest in assets like for sure. Busting my chops just to only have 20 years left to have fun and that half 20 years, that five to seven years is going to be me on the hospital bed? I why don't know. Why do you assume that you'll be in that type of health though? No, I'm just saying that's the typical, <laughs> I'm just saying like that's the typical American though, like our average lifespan is like I think like 60, 70 years ago. 70, 80 years. Yeah, right? so it's like that's what I'm basing it off of. I'm not saying like me per se. Everybody's gonna be different for sure, but that's that's not an ideal life for the majority of America. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to rock to like 88. You know what I heard? I forgot. Um, this guy, I was, I don't think I saved it, but he said he moved to Japan for like four years, and he saw like everybody living to like a hundred and plus, and they're still being able to walk and run, ride bicycles, plant, do the gardens and stuff, and they're like, why are they able to do that? Because it's literally their diet. They don't and. They don't eat like certain things that we eat. That's literally killing us on a day to day. I think I saw, they came out with a show on Netflix like that. It's called like the Blue Zone or something like that. Where? It's like a certain area where people are literally living longer, and it has to do with their diet, the well, environment, the air quality. Yeah. I mean, America's trying to get there. Didn't California recently ban like red dye foods? I so think now so. you can't you can't I think they're banning like Skittles, Skittles and like yeah. Gatorades yeah, and like different drinks with like red dye number one in it to keep people. Was it Cali though? Yeah, I think it was I thought California. it was an outer um country who did that. Wasn't it like China who did that? No, it was California, it was the United States. Oh swan. Wow. I didn't know. That's yeah. crazy. I know I heard about that but I, I didn't know where it was. Yeah, I didn't know where it was. But um it is a little deep now because um there was like a a video that I also saw in correlation but it wasn't the same like person or anything. He basically explained like in order to live like a long life you just got to stay away from like four things. One was like I know one was like sugar, 
the other one was like some type of specific um something that's in like every single food that you're not supposed to like eat and stuff like that like oh um and another one was like oil so instead of using like canola oil like anything like vegetable oil that comes from like an actual seed you're not supposed to like use that i'm like oh shit that's crazy yeah just like mad things that we eat and like use and consume like on a daily basis that it's not like we don't feel it now but it literally slowly deteriorates our body like as we go on and i'm like damn I really feel that shit now. I was ODing when I was a child. Like, oh, <laughs> so it's like, ah, so like, I really feel like we need to like focus in order to get like a longer life. Just focus on our diet. Yeah. That's, that's a big component for sure. It's crazy. But it comes down to habits too. You know, if you partake in any. Not even accessibility. Negative. Like, we don't have the resources. We don't have the, the budget to afford the thing that's healthier for us. So we have to actually settle for, like, fast the food. generic Western yeah. food that they provide for your processed yeah. food. Yeah, even if you go into the supermarket, half of that stuff got GMOs. Even, so, like, half of the time, it's illegal. Oh, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it's illegal to eat in certain states to even collect rainwater. Like, that's they, they want. It, apparently it's just illegal to collect your own rainwater. That sounds crazy. Imagine that. Right? You didn't. You never do that. Nah. Don't yeah. tell me I can't collect the something that's God given. <laughs> so what? sorry, but yeah, you can't crazy. collect your own rainwater. Imagine that. States. I forget what states. But I feel like that's one of the most ideal. Like if the world went to shit today, banks closed, internet closed, and we really have to survive on ourselves. Like one of the best ways of living is to be like a natural farmer, like. Growing your own food. That's crops. the best way. It's something I want to learn. Chicken, how to yeah. I want to learn how to uh, have a good agricultural like. I feel like they're healthier living too. Like, yeah. like naturally, their bodies are like, like fit because you know they're in the fields. Like, yeah. yeah, it's dope. I appreciate that. Natural. I think that's ideal way to live. Speaking Farm. of ideal ways of living, I think I'm gonna just get right into it. Dig deep, bro. Not even. Um. I don't know if I can pull up the clip. Maybe just show it a little bit. But you guys ever heard... This is something which is crazy. That it was an actual assignment that I had to do for class. And they're telling me that I had to have a conversation. um, Like, you know, online you have to do like these class discussions. Speak on a topic. And this was the topic. And it was... um, We had to speak on our personal beliefs. How we feel and stuff like that. On... Princess Boy. You ever heard of Princess Boy? No. Nah. I'm us. All right. I'm just speaking. Princess Boy. That's interesting. I wrote a whole essay. I, do, I don't remember. I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Their names per se. Um, You're amazing new iPhone 15 Pro. But the quick ad, yeah. Get that new iPhone 15 Pro. This is free ads. iPhone, fuck with us, sponsor us. See? Only on Verizon. Uh, Verizon 2 sponsor us. All right. Can I hear it in your headphones? Can you hear it in your headphones? Yeah. Dyson likes to wear glasses. 
wedding dresses, disco dresses, cheerleader outfits, and especially princess dresses. They make me feel happy, and I like them what they are. Dyson started wearing dresses when he was barely two years old. We had our first public display at daycare. Dyson ran up to me, smile as big as you can play, play whole thing. red dress with pink heels. And I froze. I was looking around to see what the other parents were saying and how they were kind of looking at me. Cheryl took Dyson to see a psychologist who assured her he was healthy and engaging in perfectly normal behavior. But Cheryl tried to steer him towards other clothes, other interests. But he always seemed to come back to dresses. After school one day, he got home and said, look at mommy, I'm a pretty princess. And I looked at him very, very seriously. I said, boys are not princesses. Girls are. And he looked me right back, very, very strong, and said, I am a princess boy. Things came to a head at Halloween. Cheryl had taken Dyson and his brother Jacoby to the store to find costumes. My older son, Jacoby, went for the action figure aisle, and he found a Ninja Turtle outfit and was good, very happy. Dyson saw this blue Cinderella dress, and he just begged, can I please, can you please get me a dress, Mom? And at that moment, Jacoby's tugging on my shoulder, and he says, Mom, Mom! And she said, what? And then I said, why can't you just let him be happy? And that was my turning moment. It's very pretty. Cheryl began to embrace Dyson's love of dresses, wearing them and... It's your dress, Mama. Making them. It goes like this. And Up then, on the shoulder? Yeah, and it goes like this sticking under here. Oh, it's off the shoulder. Oh, gotcha. <clears throat> I'm not starting this one. I'll go. Okay. Um, oh, wait, should I ask the question? Oh, yeah. Would you guys... Be that parent to allow it, and what is your personal standpoint on what she's allowing her child to do? Allow what? Allowing her child to be a princess boy. How old is he again? At the time, he started developing these habits around two years old, but in the video, he's five. Gotcha. This actually happened around 2011-ish. Gotcha. I like her point where she said, like, that breaking point moment for her where he said, you know, why can't you allow me to be happy? And that realization that, like, even though we are growing up and society is leaning more towards, you know, people being open, LGBTQ, and, you know, everything's getting more broader. So people are, you know, expressing themselves more openly. Um, I think that's what it is. Like, it, it stems down to at the end of the day is, you know, just being there to be a supportive parent and you know you want your kid to be happy you know it's like you don't want to like have them like you be a strict parent in a way where you can't let them express their creativity that kid may grow up to be a a fashion designer you know like whether his preferences you know sexuality wise i mean he looks like he is leaning towards one way but we can't judge that you know only god could judge but again, like I'm saying, he may be the the Virgil Dia, uh breast in peace, Virgil Abloh of, you know, dresses or something or the next type of Versace. Like, you don't know what type of creativity that kid may have and the passion he has at such a young age. 
you know, as crazy that it is, dresses and it has to be something like that. But I personally believe that I would allow my kids to express themselves, even if, if it came down to that. It's like uh, Dwayne Wade, you know, with his kid. I feel I I agree. I think I think for me it's a touchy topic. Not that like just said, be like, respectful, I'm, no, you got it. I'm, no, I'm literally just speaking. I mean like yeah, man. It's, not, it's it's a touchy topic where I do have my feeling of wanting of course, my ideal image of what my family would look like or what my children would be into or enjoy. But once it comes down to the point of me having a kid, I think I would have to accept whatever they want to do to an extent. Like growing up wise, I would hope they like value my opinion and things that are like coming into play in life. And later in life, they don't agree with some of my morals. I might have to like let them know like I don't stand with what they do as well but growing up as a, a little boy if you wanted to wear a dress why not let them have fun let them enjoy it going out like that unless they really can't mentally like like if they're just breaking down crying and I can't get them to like really consider like wearing anything else then yeah I'm gonna let them be themselves but if I can at least persuade them to do that in the house express that at home like do that with us just so you can like make sure like you know you're not getting picked on at school or things like that that'd be i think that'd be convenient but with the world we live in you can't have convenience like that i hear that so you guys are on the mom side we're just allowing if you if it was your child to wear a dress so you're okay i guess i'd, I'd have to there'd be stipulations and in my opinion. Or, yeah, or tough. We, we can be honest on the pod here. We don't got to sound political. No, that's why I said there'd be yeah. stipulations. Like yeah. I said, I just mentioned it. My kid, my kid legit would be like, if it came to that, bro, you're doing that at home. Because from that's my good. understanding. That stays in the house. Yeah. For now. I would at least try to compromise at first. I feel like when kids are young, they soak up stuff like a sponge. You feel me? So I would, obviously as a parent, try to influence them in the way that I would want. Like a boy doing naturally boy things, you know. Boy Not fun. even that. By 12, 13. You guys are God believers, correct? Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, this is why... I'm sorry. Did y'all have anything to say first? No, I was just saying, like... You're good. I feel like... One, you guys are absolutely right. There's room for everyone to you know treat their child support their child or like you know raise their child how they want to how they decide to that's everybody's responsibility to raise their child a certain way but if one person decides that that's not how I want to raise my child so I'm going to raise my child this way then you have to respect that point blank you know mm-hmm. it's 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 now i don't want to get in trouble it's now the um because i honestly i'm gonna just point blank say it I, I don't think it's okay at all that's my opinion i don't think it's okay for that for that okay. to be allowed at all to cross dress yeah no 
it's especially a child like if you're an adult you make those conscious decisions you know who you are definitively because if you grew up in my home knowing my how i raised myself and naturally you can't respect that then of course you can leave and live how you want to live but under my roof this is how you're going to live so as a parent if you have your let's say seven-year-old kid and he decides to make this transition I don't even think if I have that kid, if he came out of my dick, that he would even have that thought. Right, but you never know how things could play mm-hmm. out. You don't know where it's in. You could put sports in front of him all day. You it's could, not about that. It's it's. I'm saying like you could try to guide his influence as best as possible. Yeah. I'm saying that in a way where it's like I've seen a lot of men who grow up in a household full of women tend to lean towards being feminine because of just how they the influence they grew up in. So you could try to guide them the right path and it may work out where they want to rebel against it. Feminine though is not gay or like cross-dressing or like that's not feminine is just like you you just lack masculinity because you're not around masculine energy but that that doesn't necessarily like preference in in that sense i don't think it comes between masculinity or femininity because i think masculine men can still like the opposite sex and still want to dress like a certain way type of thing so i just personally this is what i'm gonna like say i i would have to look in the notes to um like read but back in like i want to say i think they call it the sex revolution it takes place, I think, in, like, the late 70s. Like, the 70s was really, like, a wild time. And sex was, like, really, really, like, prevalent, right? There was this lady. Um, I wish I can look up her name. And she ended up being hired by um, certain, like, governments who handles, like, the, the education system, like, throughout the nation and how they wanted to run early childhood programs and stuff like that. So... They wanted to implement more progressiveness, right, with the lady, but the people that um she was working with, her principles, she's like an actual like Christian and stuff like that, they actually said that no. So what they did was they went behind somebody who actually wanted the who actually believed that the um who was running the program believed that the world is becoming overpopulated that we need to find a way to make sure there's less and less and less of them so the way that i guess in his mind to do that was either kill them off or come up with the conditioning to make sure we produce less and less of them which means that opposite relationships expressing different sexualities and stuff like that it can lead to less reproduction with the um within the community and stuff like that so they were trying to negate this all the way back in the 70s so they're conditioning people to think about sexualities now like you can bro they literally broke it down where you can see the charts of how the transitions from like the level of perspective started to change and how when um Dyson, which he's like um he was like five at the time in 2011, from uh, it started in like seeing the actual results of the decisions that were made in the like 70s, early 80s, happening now, 
the thinking that we have now, the condition on the actual level of like even this even being a conversation, this was already brought about over 40 years ago. And us to slowly condition us to think that everything that's happening right now is okay, but it's never been okay. In America, we are freaking abide like real United States Americans, guys. The literally when it first started was under God. <laughs> like we are we literally mm, yeah. based our rights under God, our principalities under God. Whether you want to believe it today or not, that's literally the truth. So we've become more liberal and more progressive in order to get because the people in power need everyone else as a majority to think alike in order for them to obviously remain in power. So that's a totally different subject with the power subjects but I just want to bring back the sexuality conversations that we are I just feel like this battle this conversation this kid the Dyson the the Dysons of America the people who think like this it's not that they're wrong it's not that they're bad it's not that they're they're just a cause or like a um I want to say like a victim of or in effect, like this is a cause and effect. The causes of what happened in the seventies, this right now is the effects of what's what's happening. This it's is the level the of thinking. Plot of the government. Our masculinity, our masculinity has died down. This is actually like hardcore. I'll send you like the links, like to the books and everything. They break it down definitely like a lot better to me. And before I, I can probably like look up the actual like names of every everybody to like you can refer to. I'll do that in a second. But I feel like Princess Boy, that's his name, right? Yeah. I feel like that diverts the whole idea. Like, he started coming up with this concept at two years old. That's He doesn't even know anything about, like, that's what I'm structure of influence. That's how he and I feel like personally. they drilled that in their mind because of a population standpoint. That was their intent. Like, we want to drill this in people's mind because we're trying to depopulate as best as possible. Correct? No. that The guy in power... He was the one who felt like they wanted to actually have, not in power, he was working for the people, like the government in a sense. And the government had like a worldwide spread of how like they would like basically spread the education. They wanted um, her to come up with a blueprint, her and somebody else. I'm a... I gotta get some names for real because I don't want to just say her and everybody else. It sounds mad. Yeah. It sounds mad and professional. Alright, while you looking that up on a side note, because I know you go multitask. It's here. Yeah. All right. The guy name is Dyson Kilo Davis. That was the guy's name. All right. And the mother, her name was Cheryl. Uh, what was the... I'll go to the... I have the citations, right? Correct. He said, I'm bringing up the school <laughs> report. I think it's going to know. So, to... S- Oh. Some of his answer, no, he wouldn't let his child. Yeah, no. <laughs> so what are you doing to a seven-year-old, bro? Seven. That's what I'm saying. My seven-year-old, they one. If it if it was a male and he's the only male, there wouldn't even be girl clothes his size in there to actually for him to even come up with that idea. It would have to be an outsourced idea that he came from in an environment yeah, that like school. Yeah, but if I'm the parent and I'm putting my son in a certain school that abides by my beliefs that nine times out of ten that wouldn't happen i would personally um prefer to even have my children homeschooled 
because the the education system, even me, like I'm a teacher in the education system, is messed up. The way they're the kids at a young age are thinking now, they're not being guided by real information. Like they're really a product of what the mess ups are of people in the past. So like you said, for example, all right, he's five years old. How can he do that and only think about that just now? It's not that he thought about it like just now. It's been generations before him conditioning more and more people. It's been more and more prevalent. The ideas and stuff like that being passed on generation to generation, his environment allow him to naturally think that it's already okay so say that's the case right stick with that point he's in that environment right say genetically using you as an example as well say genetically in your tree somebody was in that room and your kid as much as you strict you could homeschool him you could put him in an old boys school you could do whatever you want and say he rebels because he has one way of thinking his whole life because his father structured him a certain way I want to rebel. Like, say, for example, like kids that grew up in the church, a lot of them grow up to be atheists. Mm -hmm. So you could condition your kid however you want, and there's still a chance that he could rebel against it and have his own preferences. That's not about... You know? I don't feel like it's about... That's the point. I'm not the one trying to condition my son a certain way. I just want to know what you would do to a seven-year-old. I'm going to tell you, the environment is the one that's conditioning everybody else to think alike. And if everybody doesn't think alike, then all of a sudden, I have to kind of be the enemy or the like the black sheep in the room. But like you said, to answer your point, if my seven-year-old continues to act like that, right, he won't. I can't kick out a seven year old. I'm going to raise my child. I'm going to take care of him. I'm going to love him for who he is and stuff like that. But so over it. time, I'm not going to allow that type of stuff in my home. I'm not. It's not going to happen. And then on top of that, if he continues to rebel behind me and stuff like that, when he's 18 and old enough and I have no legal responsibility, I'm going to love you. But you can, I, if I have a certain way of beliefs in my home, you got to respect that. And then we can, of course, you're always welcome back and stuff like that. But living in here and stuff like that. And then say if I have other kids and then that they're actually witnesses. To, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good. All right. I love is love. If we it's like putting like cereal and soda together. <laughs> and thinking that's gonna work every single time, it's not. I got you, but so, ultimately you you would accept. I a hundred percent accept okay. my child and love him, but I don't think, I don't think that. But you're a hundred percent right in your standpoint to have your mm-hmm. point of view and morals, like right. like the same thing I was saying. Yeah, like yeah. I have my morals, and yeah, by a certain by a certain time in your life, if you me and you can't see eye to eye, then we shouldn't be together. Exactly. Clearly, we, we don't have to be now. in each other's yeah. lives. I still love you. I still yeah. whatever happens. If you need a kidney later in life, but I'm just saying, you live your life. I live mine. Yeah, we just gotta live. If our lives don't align, I'm. I don't want to stop you from your path. Yeah. I don't want you to feel like I hate you. Yeah. Like no, I want you to be comfortable and I don't want you to when you look at me feel that over that overwhelming feeling of damn they don't approve or this or that. Just 
do you and yeah. just know I'm okay with you doing you they shouldn't be making those decisions of their sex preferences at such an early age when they don't even really know who they are I if mean, they're yeah. 18 years old and I raised you and on um, properly to actually get to understand who you truly are and that's how you truly feel in the end of the day then obviously by all means but at least I know you were in a secure enough state mentally intellectually yeah. financially and you understood the repercussions that come with the decisions that you're going to make because every decision every choice that you make is going to have a consequence whether you, you, you're you on this side or whether you're on that side you're going to have enemies regardless I mean you bring it to preference though and like that comes back to say about with about the kid they never mentioned his preference once in the in the article mm-hmm. they only mentioned that he's into dresses like well, yeah. just be into that so it's hard it's like that's what I'm saying it's hard to like say like it's wrong to tell my kid not to do that when yeah he could grow up to maybe just have a keen interest mm-hmm. for this and want to become a fashion designer yeah you're right if like it's that. just like, dressing, yeah, I, mean, I can't boy. step on his yeah. step on his dreams I feel like if he leaned more to that know. other side, he he would have said like, "Well, I'm a princess girl. I'm a girl." Like, yeah, if that's his he real dream, he definitely know he's a boy. But just because you're a boy, that don't mean you're not liking the same sex. You feel me? Like princess boy, you can still like. Maybe yeah, he's boy. still in the in those dresses and playing with action figures. Like you feel me? He just I like to wear dresses comfortable. He did in the video. There's more to the video, but I don't think that. I just think that now we're conditioned to think it's okay which is why we're open up to the idea of allowing more but really everyone else is watching the world of america like prosper and grow while we are becoming weaker like our, our increase in femininity and lack of masculinity we don't protect anymore we we pass on responsibilities and we just like we're just weak now and i'm not saying that just because you were addressed that you're weak i'm just saying like as a whole our focuses and our our priorities should be on other things versus worrying about what other parents are treating or raising their kids in the sense you know Yeah, that's I think my that thing. ties into like society being sensitive like but i do agree i feel like we i agree as a whole are not as masculine anymore. We used to hunt and gather. You know, I just feel like guys are a lot more sassy TikTok nowadays. Yeah, that's yeah, the TikTok dancing, dancing, doing what just wanna rock, right? Just wanna rock, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's it's crazy. It's getting wicked out here. Definitely need to increase. I didn't mean to like end it on some serious shit. I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. For I'm sure. definitely like on your side as far as like. No matter what, I'm always going to love my child, be there for my child and stuff like that. But under my home and my roof, I think, unfortunately, my friend, if I'm divorced and at your mother's house, she allows you to do that. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. And it's not that I'm going to be ashamed or anything to, like, you know, bring them out because he's wearing a dress and stuff like that. If people live by principles, whether other people agree with them or not, you got to abide by them. You got to live by that code. A lot of people tend to move and slither away from their own principles that they decided to commit to. And what ends up happening is they invite certain things in their lives that become more difficult and they end up complicating their lives. So it's just like if you keep it simple by abiding by what you said, you're going to abide to. You avoid a lot of those issues, a lot of that conflict, a lot of that everything that comes with that. For real. Respectable. 
I tried really hard not to curse. You just got to take that with a grain of salt, though. You got to take that mindset with a grain of salt. Like you said, mm-hmm. your mindset has changed from when you was 18 to 26 now. Yeah, I wanted two baby moms when yeah. I was 18. Now I don't even want to so, touch a woman. When you have your first kid, you never know how it's going to change your world. I would not love not to have a first child, but I want to have a adopt a child. I want to get your mind right. That's another mindset you got to take with a grain of salt, man. Yeah, I'll get a nice little adopted kid. You know, I found him in a in a rock, nah, man. like abandoned. You gotta um, believe in your genetics. That's like what Goya did, bro. What you you being a hypocrite? He he bet his bank on somebody else, right? So you want to bet my bank? I am. I'm betting you my bank on somebody your else. Bank on somebody else's kid instead of just. Oh, don't get get me wrong. I'm gonna have my own child, but I I feel like I want a like a dummy first. So I'm gonna (laughs) that's a train (laughs) train (laughs) child. Nah, I'm just (laughs) like nah. I just (laughs) (laughs) that was crazy. That was this was a. This introspective was a, this was a good one after like a while I'm happy to be back guys thank you for the warm yeah. intro introducing therapy sessions yeah therapy sessions here <laughs> um, yeah that wasn't too personal was it more personal than a personal cast nah you let people know what you're going through and people gotta experience it appreciate that that's that's my problem I feel like I get see a sock over there just chilling I feel like um, I'm the only one who does that on the pod and I just feel like I want you guys to talk more instead of listening. Just do it after the pod. I don't like that. I want you guys on the pod sp- spilling your guts out as far as like feelings, emotions, and passions. And I wish share. I could, to end this though, I really do wish I could remember this. I, I'm trying to remember. I've been trying to remember this story because I heard it the other the other week when I was on vacation. Is it about you? No, but it's a really amazing story. <laughs> Weekend in the pod. Nah, tr- <laughs> that's crazy. I want to hear about you and your life and love and passions and I'm dreams. Like, I tell you my things, bro. I'll tell you this all the time. What are your dreams and your passions? <laughs> right, I heard him next year. Right, he wants to be a real estate agent. What are you? What are your passions? We're dreams. Getting out of here. <laughs> bro, we're here on a podcast weekly. So this is my passion. I'm trying to be a content creator. That's it. We out here. I want to be a podcast. Making clips. I'm right. recording and doing editing. My dream, I'm editing. Bro. I'm marketing. I'm doing all that. That's my passion, passion, bro. Passionate about it. I'm trying, nigga. I'm do- we're doing this together, but exactly. we're, we're so talking about outside the podcast. That's but if this is all that you're in for, nigga, that's all that's lit. We got mad shit to do. It's all riff right now. I yeah, need somebody who 100. percent We need three Jordies rides. Sorry, we need three, three rides. Three rides behind the scenes. One in front of the camera, and the other three just moving back to back. Like, <laughs> yeah. Be You're right. It's, it was a great pod. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I, uh, okay. I don't even want to tell the story now. Yeah, yeah, fuck tell the story, This guy, it was nice. Yeah. Here. It was nice but seeing y'all. I'm curious y'all. now. It was nice. I'll tell the next time. It was nice seeing y'all. Again, y'all know where to find us on all our socials. Road to 50, ladies and gentlemen. We're stay almost tuned. At episode 50. We're almost there. Thank Bye. you guys again for watching and appreciating. And every time the views go up just a bit. We really do like they do. They have been talk going up. The, we talk about y'all. We hyped all that. Last week we had twenty views. All right, no. Oh, not last week. We want to. We, we just want to say up. we appreciate everybody out there who sticks by and watches the pod and comes Stop through up. and listens to all the drama and jokes and bullshit we go through and opinions and. Yeah, you guys like my trauma, huh? Even if y'all don't agree with us, y'all can still listen and drop a comment. And, you know, there's no hate in our heart from Facts, I apologize if I, like, ruffled any feathers, if I disrespected anybody that wasn't the intent. Just a difference of opinion. I just want you to hear everyone's take. But other than that, we have this motherfucking, this 
Galinesses, galinesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 